1: your
0: mouth welcome to another episode of that naturopathic podcast dr david miller ND, here with michelle pobega ND. Uh, hello everyone she just told me to shut my mouth
1: yeah that's gonna be the name of the podcast shut, shut your, your, your mouth,
0: mouth. <laughs> yeah shut
1: your well mouth.
0: well we're gonna talk about mouth taping just yeah it's it's not a we have we don't have a in-depth uh 14 placebo uh how do you how would you placebo this one anyway we don't have i don't know we don't have all the research but we do have a lot of anatomically uh substantiated uh you know rationale for doing something like taping your mouth
1: yeah there is like what
0: do you know about it michelle
1: I know some of our colleagues do it. I know it's been on my radar for a long time. I know mm-hmm. people like Dr. Andrew Huberman. Is he a doctor? Andrew Huberman talk about it. Jocko Willings, the Joe Rogans, the people who are into like bi- the biohackers of the world also look into it. I know it's a very buzz thing right now, but sometimes buzz things aren't just fads. Sometimes there's actually legitimacy be- behind them. Um, and it's not going to solve all people's sleep problems, but it can improve. Uh-huh certain things for, for, for sleep. And like when, when, when Dave and I are talking about mouth breathing, we're specifically talking about methi- taping your mouth overnight while you're sleeping. Um, and some people think that there, there's, there's anecdotal evidence that it's improved people's snoring, that they wake up with more energy, that their quality of sleep is better. Um, I, it, it may be a risk factor for sleep apnea if you're a mouth breather as well. It doesn't mean it's the only reason, but those are the kinds of things that I have in mind when I recommend it for for clients of mine. And I don't think it's gonna fix everything. Like if you're morbidly obese and you have a shit ton of ooh, uh, a lot of food sensitivities <laughs> and gut inflammation, then you could very well be producing an, a, an exorbitant amount of mucus and be sinus congested, right? So, so it's not going to be the only piece of the puzzle, but it could be a really important thing. And (laughs) cost-efficient. Like, it doesn't require a lot of money to do this, right? So why not try?
0: To me, you know, it's almost like drinking filtered water. Like, uh, okay, should you drink filtered water and expect it to change your life overnight? I don't think so. Maybe in some cases, it'll have some dramatic benefit. But Mm -hmm. is it ever wrong to think that you should really highly consider the purity of the water that you drink and, and perhaps optimize it for all of the crazy number of functions and structures that it's going to influence well you could make the same influence or the same argument for oxygenation of your tissues and uh, the nose is like a turbocharger is like it's I mean another analogy Uh, sorry they keep coming it's really like a turbocharger and um, it is not there for some uh, useless reason there's got like little turbinates in there to spin the air around and um, you know, nature doesn't waste a lot of time and energy doing things, and and so y- your nose is like a turbocharger. You should breathe through your nose if you want to improve the oxygenation of your brain and every damn tissue in your body. And look, if it's even if it doesn't change some specific metrics that you're looking to change overnight, I'm taping my mouth shut every damn night.
1: I feel like maybe it's not going to cause the, the gross changes like maybe your sleep apnea doesn't miraculously go away, but you're still probably going to get some benefit because as humans, we are meant to breathe through our nose. Now, however, there are times where maybe we're going to breathe through our mouth, for instance, after a very intense workout to catch your breath, or if your sign is congested and you have a cold or an infection, it's an advantageous for you when you're healing from that infection to be able to breathe from your mouth in that short, acute period of time. Now, when it becomes a chronic problem, please look into why. Um, But The effects of mouth breathing, I was reading on like a biological dentist uh, website and they were saying um, that it's not always a bad thing, for instance, in that like intense exercise moment, the bad cold, severe nasal congestion, um, and it can be beneficial in those moments. However, it can result in even skeletal or facial muscle imbalances if you're a chronic mouth breather. Um, It can be also caused by different kinds of airway obstructions, but um it can also reduce the level of nitric oxide in your blood which then can cause different types of health concerns it can affect your oral microbiome it can cause dry mouth and if your oral microbiome is affected it can affect your gut microbiome um so so why take the risk when you can just pay 10 cents a day and tape your mouth
0: <laughs> well that's that's what i've come to i i drink yeah. filtered water okay? yeah me too and and now I turbocharged the air that I breathe by making sure that at least for around eight hours a night, I'm breathing through my nose, and improving the oxygenation and the structures of my uh, oral facial region and my uh, my larynx and my uh, everything down in my voice box. Like if you don't use it, you lose it. Is what you know, like if you just never use your muscles, they atrophy. And if you don't use the mechanisms for nasal breathing, you lose them. It's bad. You need them. And I really think uh, that this is something that as long as you have no contraindications to doing it, as long as you have no like history of being held hostage with tape over your mouth or whatever. And there's um, no trauma that would otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Like I usually get people to try it at night, um, before they go to bed, just like yes. walk around with some tape on your mouth and go, hey, how do you feel? Like psychologically, do you, do you feel like you can't do it then don't do it obviously yeah
1: yeah you can start um, with it for a few minutes at a time and then maybe even doing it for an hour and some people i found were like you can tell that they feel anxious by having to tape their mouth at night and that's why like you all mm-hmm. recommend doing doing it while you're resting at the end of the day when you're awake and conscientious and if you feel like it's not a bothersome or get used to that feelings so that way when it's time to relax to fall asleep it doesn't feel foreign mm-hmm. even from a psychological perspective even for someone who doesn't have any like weird trauma response or PTSD about something around the area, it could probably still create a stress response for overthinkers.
0: (laughs) Yep. And you know, I'll revert to my saying, which is it's good if it's good. And the, uh, the uh, antithesis is that of that is true too. So if it's not good for you, then okay, then don't do it. But um, we're not here to tell you to do it anyway. I'm just, we're just here to share that there are lots of different ways to go about optimizing your health and ideally under the care of someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and knows your health history and all that, but um, to me, this is this is a uh, really barged in to my sort of like foundational mm-hmm. optimizing. It's like filtered water. Yeah. It that that's pretty much the the most similar sort of um, uh, analogy I can think of for melt taping now. And uh, I'll, I will tell you, um, I'm I'm reading the book Breath by James Nestor, which has influenced mm-hmm. my decisions here. Um, and uh I like his suggestion if you're going to do it if you're gonna test it out I like his suggestion is to use just a really small piece of like um surgical tape I use a uh, 3M next care uh, mm-hmm. right in the middle of of my lips so I you can actually like, you can you can talk with it on if you want I mean who I don't know who you're gonna talk to with your mouth tape but you you can mutter something under your breath, perhaps, because um, the outsides of your mouth will be will be open. So um, I think it works almost. Yeah, you're not doing like you're a, not
1: doing it left to right. You're doing up to down, so that no, way. No, I mean not we've like got full. some crazy.
0: You seen that yeah. stuff called hostage tape? Yeah. you seen that, that stuff. It's and ridiculous. even just the
1: name of that is just a yeah. little bit discouraging, it's, personally. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty
0: good for you know some uh, Instagram success over the course of three months or whatever, but. Um, you know you don't need to do it like that and, and i know what i was going to say is it it almost seems like you know when you do kinesio taping or uh k mm. tape or or that that kind of uh it's almost like it just it's it's a little like a uh, physiological neurological reminder uh by being there to not open it because yeah. there's the fact that there's any resistance to opening like any resistance to opening it makes it makes you almost have to like do the next best easiest thing, which is actually just breathe through your nose.
1: Isn't there something about mouth breathing also possibly triggering your stress response a little bit more as yeah. well? I feel like there's a component of that, which is maybe why sleep apnea is a little bit more common with yeah. people who are mouth breathers. Um, nasal breathing is, is it's how, it's how we are supposed to operate majority of our wake and sleeping hours. And there's reason for that. It's meant to like prepare the air before it gets into the lungs. There's like actually very important reasons why we're supposed to breathe through our nose. Our sinuses eliminate different kinds of particles that help us protect against bacteria. It humidifies the air um, and allows it to moisten it. It warms it up. And then the nasal passages- it spins it around too. Yeah. And the nasal passages produce nitric oxide, which is needed for smooth muscle and heart vessels. Apparently nitric oxide is also really important for immune system, platelet activity, nervous system response. Cardiovascular. it's yeah heart yeah blood vessels everything Free, erectile dysfunction you need nitric oxide men like that's <laughs> a thing
0: actually there's some similarities between oh. the tissues in the nose and the penis in no way yeah it's in the we didn't even talked.
1: pre-discuss this really cool little well one. i
0: thought i'd just throw that one on you because uh because why wouldn't you yeah. i mean when you say that you threw up a meatball i'm gonna hit it i like that um
1: you didn't pre-rehearse it guys that was just
0: well, well, two brains just, coming
1: together in unison
0: that's just organic links between the nose and the penis coming up get it anyway um so what else what else did i want to say about it um oh there's so much i could say about it but really i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to say it's like the panacea uh, but i came from the same uh place that you are where it's okay there's another biohacker trick like seriously yeah. guys you know yeah No, it's it's legitimately when you look at the the whole picture of how easy it is to do, and all the possible. Like the more you're working with foundational set points, like uh hydration, Mm -hmm. oxygenation. Mm -hmm. I I'll, I'll put like stomach acid in there. Like these are movement, sleep. Like when you're when you're working with foundations, we always talk about it. So forgive me or maybe that's why you're listening. I don't know. No forgiveness
1: is needing. I think it's a good reminder. Continue.
0: Yeah. So you're working with, the more you're working with foundational set points, the more you're going to have, uh, you're going to have many effects on multiple systems and they will be, some will be perceived and some will not be perceived by your symptoms and, and your functions or labs or whatever. But when it, when it's such a small thing to do, it's such a small thing to do Um, uh, maybe it's a hit to your ego to put some tape on your lips and well that's too bad then but um really it's such a small thing to do with a possible high benefit i, yeah. I mean to me it's it's i can't believe i didn't start doing it earlier and i and i blame my this the part of me that thinks all the biohacker stuff is bs i blame that part of me for not doing it sooner
1: that thing it, it's easy to do that because when things become buzzy and fads it's it's easy to disregard them, but I think there's a lot of stuff that gains momentum in the biohacker Mm -hmm. world for good reason. It's just, sometimes it just becomes, I don't know. It just becomes a little bit too much. And then it, it almost feels like a turnoff, even though there's value behind some of it. So I feel like I try not to like just disregard immediately. I try to look into it. And this is one that I seem like, even if the quote unquote research, isn't there enough to know there's enough anecdotal events personal people's experiences clinical experiences things like that where people can comment about the improvements they see and just like you were saying the improvements might be subtle but they might be acute. they'll be accumulative and then eventually you'll be like oh wait like this feels better now and oh this feels better now and sometimes that's that's the that's the the secret sauce of like naturopathic therapies and uh and these types of foundational care is that it kind of sneaks up on you. And then you're kind of all of a sudden like, actually, but people sometimes are just too busy to pay attention to the, oh, actually this is different. So that's why it's nice coming into a path, And they're like, how's this symptom now? How's this symptom now? And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, you're right. That's different. That's better. That's mm-hmm. improved. Right. Because sometimes the, the the changes are just like gradual and accumulative. But I will admit that as someone who has been a notorious Sleep struggle type of person. I go through phases where it feels like my sleep is not 100%. And then I'll go through phases where things are just smooth sailing and I don't have to try to implement any other interventions or anything else. And yet I have not added mouth taping, even though I'm fully aware of it. And I've legitimately like threatened my boyfriend to tape his mouth at night. and he's not super thrilled about that i was like in your sleep i'm gonna tape it and, mm-hmm. but i haven't even done it for myself yet so i feel like i honestly really need to try it myself this is ridiculous tonight i'm doing it like
0: okay we're checking this. with you in the next little while yeah checking with me a month
1: it. about my, 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 my mouth taping and stuff and we'll see how i feel
0: i'll, I'll tell you one one thing that came up uh well here he, before i go into that specific thing i think the mouth taping is um just one way of Of treating something which is uh which has we've known for a long time like you know obstructive sleep apnea or Hmm. uh those conditions where we get insufficient blood flow to the brain we know that's not good so um there's that's the link between this is it's not like oh mouth taping direct it's more like well uh we've known for a long time that this this uh obstructive sleep apnea is going to have uh you know a lot of a lot of uh downstream problems when you don't get enough you know you don't breathe properly for one third of the day it's bad you know
1: <laughs> call me crazy but that's probably not a good idea <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly so so that's where you almost have to extrapolate um some of the research you know mm-hmm. i'm looking i only find one real like straight up study on um let me see, specific study on mouth taping. Uh, where did I find this? It's from 20, uh, uh, where is it? I think it's 2022. Yeah, 2022, uh, September. The impact of mouth taping and mouth breathers with mild obstructive sleep apnea, uh, preliminary study. So we're still at the preliminary study sort of yeah. uh, stage. But so that's specific for mouth breathers. But what we know is that uh, hmm. getting not, you know, getting a, uh, uh, insufficient blood flow uh sorry uh blood oxygen at night is bad we've known this for a long time and it's very interesting if you look back to ninth in the 1990s I was looking at some uh pediatric uh health uh uh journals from I think it was late 90s they knew that mouth uh sleep apnea or breathing problems or snoring problems which all of which may made- May be helped to some degree by uh, melt taping if you do it right, mm-hmm. are correlated with ADHD. Huh. Very interesting. Well, and so, so that is a... a
1: lack of oxygen is going to do some wonky things to your system.
0: <laughs> well, exactly, especially in in uh, in those who may have uh, issues with the uh, prefrontal cortex, which is where it seems to it seems to change the oxygen dynamics in the prefrontal cortex which is required for, um, you know, planning. And that's, that's a, that's an area that's not activated. That's where, I mean, that's look, that's partly where, uh, Ritalin and methylphenidate or whatever you want to call it is, Mm -hmm. is acting on. So, so this is very exciting to me that, uh, beyond periodontal disease, bad breath, my my bad breath that I thought I had once in a while is definitely way less since doing this, by the way. Hmm. Um, dry mouth like there's some i just gave it to someone who has dry mouth i've recommended this to a couple people for dry mouth recently um and it's going to help your periodontal and tooth uh, uh, health uh, Mm -hmm. because you're changing oxygenation uh gradients in the mouth that that should be different when you breathe through the nose so it all comes down to oxygen at some point like you said you affect if you start affecting the oral oral microbiome then you're affecting microbiome everywhere and you're affecting the Microbiome of the sinuses, which is why we have the turbinates to blow air into the sinuses at varying oxygen gradient levels, and then that's going to affect your lung, um, your lung health, your lung microbiome. So I I prescribed this to someone recently for uh, she's got some some chronic cough issues that are related to her lungs. Um, You know, sure, those are pretty straightforward. But the a really cool one for me is the ADD ADHD. That's that's exciting possible, uh, non-pharmacological intervention for, uh, kids who have, have issues with, uh, ADHD, ADD.
1: I like it. Can I ask you, uh, how long have you been now mouth taping? Is it just recent still?
0: Yeah. Only a couple of weeks. Have you noticed it
1: other than the, other than the malodorous? breath uh shifts uh have you noticed yeah it's be- that's
0: better uh I've, I've only noticed i think one day where i'm like oh maybe my breath isn't like so hot today
1: mm-hmm.
0: um only one day whereas most days i would go mm, at some mm-hmm. point if i didn't drink enough water or whatever yeah um mm-hmm. but my oxygen uh saturation is oh a you have an improved. aura ring right so yeah. do
1: you find those markers have yeah a little? so it's ah. up
0: it's up probably one to two percent which is Cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just turbocharging my, I, I just see it as turbocharging. It's, it's, it's helping. Um, and one or two percent change in, in oxygen, uh, levels might be very helpful for all my tissues downstream, you know? So, um, what else? What else? Was, it's one to two well, percent
1: more oxygen you didn't have. So, like, what's the harm in that?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like, um, yeah. And so, and the studies show that it, it, it does help with um, oxygen desaturation uh index so there's studies out there that are going to show more of this but again like uh it's it's not it's not a bio biological or pharmaceutical intervention so it probably won't get too much investigation right because it won't be um won't be much cheddar.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, that involved. it's also realistic to know that it's not going to just be the magical bullet for all of your sleep woes, right? Uh it's not always going to be the thing that changes every single parameter about your sleep. Like I just want to be very clear. But it could. That, but but it it could, but it might not be yeah. the saving the, the that magic bullet and you might have to still implement other shifts and changes for this to have even a greater impact in your quality of life and in your health and your sleep. But uh, like Dave and I have said, if it doesn't cause you any distress, you don't have like a deviated septum or chronic congested sinuses that would otherwise do prevent booze too. Right. And, don- you know, if you have nothing that's preventing you from being able to like breathe through your nose mm-hmm. anatomically, structurally or functionally, then it's definitely. I don't know, cheap and cheerful, like what do you got to lose? You might have a whole lot to gain, though. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I felt weird doing it, and if you feel weird doing it, everyone's face when I say it is kind of like what? Yeah. But um, I'm with yeah. you. Like,
1: I think it's she- it's the it's the psychological hurdle of being like I'm gonna take my mouth, I'm gonna look like a weirdo. What's my husband gonna think? Yeah. What are my kids gonna think? What if my kids come in? Are they gonna get scared? Like blah, blah. everyone's got all these like mile a minute. That's how women's brains work, at least. Um, so I I get that, but I'm gonna do it tonight. That's it. Like I'm doing it. I'm gonna message you yeah, tomorrow, Dave. I already I have ordered... ear, I have earplugs already. I have a white noise machine. <laughs> oh, that's another
0: thing. With those Breathe Right strips might be a, a nice addition too. I don't I haven't used them yet because I, I feel like I'm getting good benefit from this. Mm-hmm. Um but the, the Breathe right strips might be uh helpful for oh, yeah. for helping um the turbocharger. The nose the nose is a turbocharger. Yeah
1: especially for those people who feel like they already have some deficits with breathing in their nose maybe that's the place to start and if that begins to improve their nasal breathing then they can move to mouth taping to just seal the deal it, it is one of those
0: cases yeah where the more you mouth breathe the more your structures will change to and it's not in a good way to no. to uh, accommodate that the more you try and and uh, nasal breathe the more the structures will actually kind of rebuild that's why you can it actually can change your face which is really yeah, that's interesting kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. So um, stay tuned. Uh, Michelle will tell us how much more amazing she is or isn't when she does some. uh,
1: It's hard to believe that things could get any better for me, but yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: Thanks everyone. Happy sleeping.